Greetings, salutations, internet, fans of podcasts, um, anyone that enjoys an adult beverage. I hope you're here to have one with us. Uh, my name is Lee. Welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Curveballs. Um, as usual, which we like it this way, we got a full panel. We're here with Tyler, Jim, and Pat. And gentlemen, before we get rolling, um, because we just got, where I live, we just got a bunch of snow last night. Like yesterday, it rained. And then it froze, and I got about six inches of snow out there, so I went and got... What I'm drinking today is a winter ale from Big Sky Brewery over in Missoula. It's called Powderhound. It's a six and a half percent winter ale, but I'm telling you, it's very light, very tasty. Um, and yeah, I'll be having a bunch of these today. But anyway, guys, kind of a quieter weekend. I mean, we've got a lot of uh, all-star stuff going on, but as far as big games, the Super Bowl's a week away. Um, who's got something to want to start us off with? But first, let me say that, because I forgot, gentlemen, I apologize. Um, we want to give a mad shout out to all of our uh, men and women in uniform, past, present, foreign, domestic, and all first responders, my son being one of them. Um, thank you guys for doing such a tough job and and uh, letting us do what we do. So who's, who wants to start us off with something good? But you got, boys. I think I'd like to go with, uh, you know, I think first I'd like to talk about this All-Star Weekend in the NFL, the Pro Bowl and stuff. Um, I guys, I really liked it. I, you know, the centers had a competition, uh, that I watched. Uh, it seems like they're just including everybody, not just the skill guys, you know. Um, but I really like this format of it, it's a, just a, a number of skills and then a flag football game. And the reason I like this flag football game is because let's face it, Ned guys put the pads on for the all pro game. Nobody was, you know, it was half speed. It, it just became um, very redundant and, and not even fun to watch. Uh, I like this flag football game. These guys go way harder. Uh, it's flag football. And and so they get to showcase their skills a little more. Uh, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I I, I like, I, I think it's, um, I think going to a flag football format, it just, um ups the effort of everybody on the field. Um, and you're right, Jim, uh, you're hundred percent right. And, and, and we're just now talking about it, but in past years, I've been watching a pro bowl, just thinking this is dumb. Like why even have this game? You have quarterbacks airing it out to a Kashawn Johnson that is like 40 yards downfield and nobody's covering him. Nobody's even running with him. Everybody just let him catch it. And then he runs it in the end zone. It's like, so what what is what's the point of even having the? I mean, it's okay if you're a Kashawn Johnson fan or if you're a, a, a fan of the team that he plays for, maybe. But it just it just looked silly. It's it, it, it like completely pointless. And I think going to a flag football format, well, now you guys are they're trying to get your flag. They're they're trying to they're trying to win. The efforts there, you know, they don't have to worry about injury because they're not getting blasted by you know, uh, Micah Parsons coming over the middle or anything like that. So, so I think or it, Sean it's a, Taylor, when he hit, uh, Brian right. Mormon or whatever his name was, yes. the punter. Yeah. That's like, that's, I think it was that the turning point though, of I when the pro probably. bowl started to die off. Cause guys were like, okay, yeah, I'm not getting, I'm not like going that. out there. That's not going to happen in an exhibition right. football well, game. Okay. Here's the thing: was was that the turning point, or was that the turning point where players start saying, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing in the Pro Bowl." 
But I think that's what it was because it turned into, I'm already, it's in my contract. If I get selected to the pro bowl, that I get an Mm -hmm. extra amount of money. Just have to get selected. Just have to get selected. Yeah. You don't have to play. So you don't even have to go play. So I didn't, Jimmy, I didn't Yeah. What about the players? Well, you know, what about all the players who still had to play the Super Bowl? You mean to tell me they're going to go and ball out in the Pro Bowl? Get out of here, man. They're not even there, yeah. No, they don't even yeah. go. Usually, the even in the past, if, if they were in the Super Bowl, when they moved it ahead of the Super Bowl, then they're like, no, I, I'm preparing for the big game. This don't mean shit. Thanks for selecting me, but I'm going to be working out for the Super Bowl. Right. Those guys, that's been done. But I did not participate in this only because I've walked away from that game years ago because it was mm-hmm. – it was dog shit. I mean, there was nothing worth watching. It was, it was I, I had better things to do. And now I hear all this stuff and I'm like, I was, I was more into the NHL all-star game. Um, yeah, and that, was that to me was absolutely yeah. insane. The things that these guys can do. I, I don't even think I could skate around the rink more than once or twice and watching the speed and, and all of the things, the skills that these guys have. But then again, it's a million bucks. To the winner, Austin Matthews got a million dollars for winning the overall skills competition. And watching that, I don't, I don't even know how these guys do it. But I, you know what? I will try, Jimmy. If you say that the flag football is really cool, maybe I'll yeah. try it next time. I could have avoided it. You it's know what? I'm just, fun. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying it's better. The guys look like they're having a lot more fun. Um, it, it I'm just saying it's better than what we had. Oh, it's it's oh, yeah. which, it was, which yeah. is a dubious honor. That's like winning the toaster. I mean, really, because what was before was just like you said, Lee it was dog shit. It's like this is this is dumb as hell. Um, but I do think it's more than just a dubious. I mean, I like Jim said, it is exciting, man. I mean, guys are making the effort. They're trying to get those flags. You can still see the quickness. Uh, there's effort. Before there's no effort. Guys are standing around when a pass is being thrown. It's like this is. This is dumb. So you think you think across the board, we all think because honestly, I didn't participate in it, guys. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and, and act like, oh, yeah, I watched it. It was so great because I didn't because um, I've walked away I from it. You guys today. think the flag football games today, I think. Right. Yeah. The flag it's just been like today. the Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, a so number, maybe I will. Challenge, they had a number, accepted. They've had a number of uh, skills competitions, like I said. Yeah. Uh, they've got centers involved, you know, trying to hit snapping through holes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. points amazing and so it's not just it's not just the the quarterbacks receivers and running backs that are out there doing showing their speed and agility and stuff now you're involving other people no that's cool <laughs> and, uh, it, i'll it check out the flag football okay you know, so do you think a... do you th- if the senior bowl is smart wouldn't they be promoting or like the usfl or the xf whatever that league is now why would the UFL. this weekend? Yeah, this weekend should be their kickoff weekend, right? Yeah, because nobody's so. watching the Pro Bowl anymore. It's not even a game anymore, right? Correct. And or or like the Senior Bowl was on, you know, like that. Did you watch any of the Senior Bowl? Deal. That was I watched some of it. I watched yeah, some so, of it too. So Bo Nix didn't play, uh, or very Penix didn't play. Penix didn't, play. didn't play. Rattler barely barely played. You didn't. The big names really didn't get to see play anyway. Yeah, uh, in, the, in the Senior Bowl, but I I think it's a great opportunity for guys. Um, you know, you get some FCS guys in there, you get some lesser yeah. colleges guys yeah. in there, and so they they get to be a little more individual and showcase their skills. 
uh, at these senior bowls. Who was the um, – because you would know, who was the cornerback <laughs> that uh, had the pick six, like 83-yard return uh, from Washington? He was uh, It was a Husky, wasn't he? I can't remember his name, it, but it I was like 83-yard pick six or something. That's the part that I didn't see. I heard about it, but yeah. I mean, the so, big thing for them is just being showcased so that you know people can see to, them. Back to what you're saying, Lee, I want to comment on that uh, NHL All-Star uh, Skills Competition. You know, um, and I think NHL is is a lot different in, in 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 the other major sports in that when you watch a game on TV, like you can appreciate how fast McKinnon is. You can appreciate how some of these, you know, the skating ability and the shooting ability and even the blocking ability of the defense. You can appreciate all that, and and and, and but but it doesn't. I, I feel like for me, anyways, when you see them in the skills competition. That's when you really get to see how talented these these hockey players are because, you know, in a game, I feel like they do it so effortlessly. It's it's in real time. It looks impressive, but you just you, you don't it doesn't really give you a chance to stop and really understand how I mean. How yeah, but you got 10 guys on the ice flying at each other, so that's it's hard I'm to thinking. see it. So that's yeah. that's that's my point. Yeah. So. When you see him in the skills competition, that's when you really like, Jesus, he just he just hit that he just made that puck go 102 slaps, 102 mile an hour slap shot. Jesus, man. I mean McCarr, uh, man. I was just it like really Holy gives shit. you it really brings it together like okay, I knew that guy was good, but damn. I mean but well, but think thing. about think about that 102.56 mile an hour slap yeah. shot, and you're a defenseman. And you're mm. getting down to block it. Oh and I know God. you got pads, bro, but 102 points. That puck is frozen. That puck is a, yes. as a, as a piece of ice, you know. Solid. Well, but but here's the thing is that how do you appreciate the goalies now? Oh, oh my God. And, and not only that, not only the speed of that slap shot, but when they do the accuracy and them guys are hitting every circle. Oh, my God. Isn't that, isn't that just honest? And yes, there's no defenseman. There's no defenseman in their way. They're not being. But can you appreciate these goalies? These guys are hitting what they want to hit at 102 miles an hour. Yeah, top shelf. You you have to be some sort of crazy to decide in your lifetime that I want to be a goalie. I want to be a professional goalie, man. Traditionally, traditionally, goalies in hockey weren't very big. They were fast. Right, fast. Now you look at these goalies nowadays. There's some big son of bitches in the net. And you you got some big corn-fed dudes back there blocking the pipes. They're nimble. Yeah. Super simple, super nimble on their skates. I mean, you look at uh well, we've we've talked about it in the past. Look at some of these uh Mario Lemieux, it, it comes to mind. Some of these hockey players, you think, why weren't you a defensive end in football? I mean, some, some of these, these guys are big. Oh, my God. Some of these guys are just enormous. It's like, man, I feel like you should be crushing a quarterback somewhere in the NFL, man. I mean, they're, no, they're, big instead, they're crushing they're crushing defensemen or, or yeah. Yeah. you know, wingers and shit in, in hockey. I mean, it's not much right. difference. Right. It's yeah. violent. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, you can't say that. It, and I, I mean, you can. You can say, man, that guy had been a great linebacker. Oh, you know? but on the other hand, he is a linebacker. Yeah, pretty much. Sport. Just on ice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's the it's best part. These guys is a physicality you, and the skill. 
that the NHL guys got. And I'm going to just add one other thing, and then you guys take it from there. You know, the NBA, and and I think everybody that's ever listened to us know how we feel about that or the the NBA and and just some how it could be tweaked a little bit and stuff. But the NBA has been the only major sport of the four to not to not implement something that makes it worth worth playing. Okay, um, we get to see 160 to 170 in the All Star Game, NBA All Star yeah. Game. We get to yeah, see just we get to see uncontested dunks. Cool. Yeah, you know yeah. It, that's what the dunk contest is for, in my right. opinion. Um, but so baseball, and I got you guys remember this back when remember when it was a tie and they ran out of pitchers, so they couldn't go any further. Right, I do, I okay, do. So Bud Selig, who say what you want about him, he was the commissioner of baseball at the time, and he said, "Okay, this shit's got to stop." We're not going to do so now. The baseball game, the All Star game, means something. Whoever right. wins, that they right. get the home field. Yeah, for, for the, the World for Series. World Series. Means something. Now this yep. football thing has become fun to watch. The NHL All Star game. Now that they this format that they've got the four teams that they draft. Oh man, I love that semifinals, the finals, dude. Yeah. It's like a it's like a little three day tournament. It is. You know? Yes, it's cool. Really cool. As shit. Yeah. So it's like the Stanley Cup finals, but scaled down because it's all the superstars, man, on the ice. Right. It and, is and super so, cool to watch. It is. It's it they've got a great format. Um, you know, hats off to the NHL for doing it that way. Hats off for the NFL to for seeing a, a problem that needed fixed. And uh baseball, they did that years ago. Um, just like to see NBA do something a little bit, maybe like the NHL, get draft five teams or four teams, whatever. Well, well, let me, so NBA All-Star is a week away, right? Are we about At a week least, away from yeah. the All-Star game? A week and a half, so. something like that? It's like the 18th or something? So, let me pose a question. <laughs> let me pose a question. What if the NBA went to the same format, Jim? What if the NBA said, okay, um, winner of, the, um, of this All-Star game, home field advantage? Home court advantage, yeah. I, For the I mean, league. Something. Something. You know, I mean, I think you'd have some – some people pissed because like we just won 68 games and we have to go well you know maybe put in a better effort in the all-star game <laughs> i don't know what to tell you i mean that's a but, tough dude that's a tough slope to go down because it is if and you I don't know. win if yeah. you get some team that barely makes the playoffs yeah and then they actually find a way to get to the finals and because yeah you might have lost 18 games all season and then you're thinking we're the shit come to our house oh wait yeah. but we didn't win the all-star game dude that would be tough okay but here's you know? the only thing the only thing i'm going to say if you go out there and win 66 games and have the best record am i right or wrong you should be able to win away right you would think yeah but i mean you'd st it's still it, it goes against you know how it's always been yeah for that reason i don't think you'd ever fly i think the players um you know Union would thumbs down on that. Hey, has anybody else heard the rumblings that there might be a that LeBron James might get traded? Is have you guys heard any of that? Okay, so I was watching the get up or whatever the other morning before work, and a guy who's that guy, Han. Uh, I don't know. He's one okay. You said that I go Hans Gruber from Die Hard, but no, no it's not he, that guy. Yeah, no, I don't think it was that guy. <laughs> yeah. 
But this, I wasn't that guy. No. He, he threw it out there. Okay, he said that's the best thing the Lakers could do because that's the only capital they've got. Right. And you know, it's true. Or, for this not to hurt them for the next five, 10 years, if they ever want to get back on track and get back track soon. And so he threw that out there. And yeah. so then it just blew up in social media about how, oh, the Lakers are looking to trade LeBron James. And I didn't know. I just, that's just what yeah. I heard. So I, I watched the part and he was like, listen, people, calm down. And he even said it, calm down. They're not going to do that. But they can't. Yeah. But if, if they want to, Lakers ever want to get back on track in a reasonable amount of time, this is what they should do. And that's what he said. And well, holy shit. And it's just like, it's like what we talked about with like Mike Trout, right? And the Angels. They're like, what should they do? And like Otani, obviously, you know, no crystal ball, but he was not going to go back and be an Angel. Right. You know what I mean? It's Correct. like, of course, we can sit here with the biggest names and go, well, what would they get in return for this guy? But it doesn't. I don't think it holds any fucking weight. So, like, Tyler, his, his, one, his one son goes to USC. His other son plays basketball in Southern California with LeBron. LeBron James doesn't want to go a basketball anywhere. player. I mean, do you know that? Right. You know that? He's, I don't think he wants to go. Than, he doesn't want to go anywhere. He's come out and said he doesn't want to be traded. LeBron wants to stay in LA for his family. Is is what is coming out of LA. So, you but I know, mean, think another... about that. He's at the tail end of his career, too. I mean, the guy's done so, everything. So, there's another aspect of all this that none of us are talking about. Tyler came close to bringing it up. I'll bring it up now. Good job, so, Tyler. Good job. He came so close. Even Almost in the event so that there. Lakers decided to go that route, which, okay, we can agree that that would be their best solution, who's trading for LeBron? And, and what do you imagine they would give up for LeBron? Okay, I'm not saying he's not great. I'm not saying he's not historically great. I'm not saying that he won't come to your team right now and make your team a top five contender. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is what can you imagine that a team would be willing to give up for a guy like that on the tail end of his career? Like what would be uh, you know what? It would have to be it would have to be a team that's ready right now, one player that LeBron James away from just absolutely running through the playoffs i agree on the other hand an nba title is never guaranteed i don't give a shit who you have on your team and we've seen that we've seen these teams with big threes and shit even big fours that just don't make it or they get beat in the finals or whatever we've seen that um but it'd have to be a team like that and i think you're right um yeah what he was saying was yeah they would get a lot back draft capital but would they I, that's what I'm saying. And you're no, right, Jim. That's it tough. Team, it would be a team that's right there, up to and touching, right? It would be a team. But, okay, if it's that team, they're not going to give up an important part of that rotation. They're not going to give up somebody that's going to, you know, they're not going to take two steps back to go one step forward, right? So it would you, you're thinking there would have to be draft, draft capital. Well, if a team is – up to and touching, like right there contending, how much draft capital are they going to have, man? Well, they won't. They won't because their window, unless their window is just open for that particular uh, playoff run or, you know, their window is open for two, three years. Why would you, why would you? No, I I honestly think in that, in that position, it, 
he couldn't go to a team that's right there. He couldn't go to the Celtics or the Nuggets. No. He he literally would have to go to a team that is not doing very well and has a lot of draft capital. I mean, is your OKC Thunder going to drop a bunch so, of so draft picks to bring him? So that's that's what I was going to bring up, and that's that you you beat me, you, you cut me off of the pass. That's what I want to bring up, and, and I don't know. I'm like, I'm on the fence, but let's say OKC with what they have right now, they've got eight first round picks over the next four years. Could they bring in and and their their weakness right now, and it's well noted. I'm a huge OKC fan, love the Thunder. They're 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 amongst the worst rebounding teams in the league. And, and, and they get by, they, you know, they make up for it because of the incredible defense and the shooters they have on that team, super athletic. But they want to get better rebounding. Well, LeBron fits the profile. This is a guy that's going to come in and give you eight a night. Easy. Sometimes he's going to give you 14. I would love that you for think, you. If LeBron, you James too, brought a, if LeBron James brought a title to OKC, oh, I love oh, that for you, oh, Patrick. Oh, man, talk about oh, LeBron hater on him. Planet would own yeah, a LeBron James Thunder. So. Oh, jersey. I fucking hope so. Oh, that would not happen. I would that would not happen. I don't give a fuck if you oh, brought that. Yeah. I would not be rocking that jersey. Dude, this is but so funny because you are the biggest LeBron hater. Jersey. I am, man. I don't like the guy. I, I I have no problem appreciating he is the most athletically gifted athlete that's ever graced the planet Earth. I've got no problem admitting that. I mean, hands down. I'm talking football, hockey, you can go down whatever sport. Nobody has been athletically gifted as LeBron James. No problem admitting that. I can't stand what the guy stands for. I'm not going to get into that. What I'm saying is, here's my question is, do you guys think, I mean, is it, do you think, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. Let me just say that. But no, I feel like OKC is one of the only teams that could say, here's three first round picks. Let's go. And, and I feel like with what they have, LeBron James would be like, dude, Title bound, right? I mean, Title you think bound. I just, I just want to see you become a Listen, big. I, you okay, I pray, pray. I wait. Could. I pray that LeBron somehow finds his way to the OKC Thunder, just so I can oh, watch you, just oh, so yeah. I can watch you deal with. Oh, LeBron's the greatest! Oh my God! Did you see what he did? No, and Instead that, of no, that, so now you're talking Go bullshit because that will never. I will never. I don't give a fuck if they win ten titles. <laughs> That will never come out of my fucking head. Hey, if that if that if that were to happen, which guys, I don't think I, I think OKC it's, it's is not, run, but I, damn. I think I think OKC is being run too well. And yeah. LeBron can also come in and and turn a locker room that they've got a they've got a really good thing. He could. Super young. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. If that were to happen and the Thunder win the NBA title. Dude, I want to see a big fat fucking crow in front of you and taking bites. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just saying, a thousand percent, we all buddy. kind of feel the same way about LeBron. Extremely gifted. <laughs> uh, he's one of the top three greatest ever. But we all agree how we feel about LeBron James and the the flopping and and the things in it. But they come back. They do go get him. And they win that title, dude. They're big fat raven right in front of you, fucking taking. Yep, out and you're gonna be just mowing that dirty bird. I will it's never, gonna happen. I will never live that motherfucker down, man. And you know, 
I will buy you a LeBron jersey if he goes to the Thunder. I will freaking gift wrap it and drop it off at your house. So, I'll be like, here you so go, it, buddy. It reminds me, listen, it reminds me of a joke <laughs> I heard several years ago. Everybody listening to the show is free to free to retell this. But, you know, the definition of mixed emotions, right, is watching your mother-in-law drive over a cliff in your brand-new Porsche. Oh, shit, yay. Oh, shit, yay. So that's how that's I would sad. feel. That's <laughs> That's how I would feel if LeBron James came to OKC. I'd be like, fuck, yay. Can fuck, we, can we, can, can you say that again? Because I have not heard that one before, but that's pretty damn so good. Mother in law. The definition, the definition of mixed emotions <laughs> is watching your mother in law drive over a cliff in your brand new Porsche. <laughs> I'm going to use that, dude. I'm going to fucking use that. I appreciate that one. That's mm-hmm. insane. Um, <laughs> But uh, that's really not nice. I should, shouldn't say I'm going to use that. But. Listen, I'm sure there's a lot of good mother-in-laws out there, so no offense to yes. anybody that took yes. offense. thousand percent. Hey, yeah. um, real quick, guys, because I know we're on a bye weekend for the NFL, right? Because we got the Super Bowl next weekend. And Tyler, I'm sorry that you took the day after the Super Bowl off. Um, dude, how – there's no way – I mean, we got it completely wrong. I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest thing for me out of the, the championship games, AF, AFC, NFC, I going in, man, I was hoping Detroit, and they came out strong, the Lions did, and then they took a shit, right? But I changed when that game started because after Mahomes won again and beat the Ravens – sorry, Tyler um, – I completely changed. I'm like, nope, I, I'm now rooting for the Niners. I literally flipped that quick because I'm so sick. This is Mahomes' fourth Super Bowl out of the last five years. Right. I'm over it, man. I'm over it. And even Tom Brady, all of his rings, they were actually spread out. He had a few in a row, or not a row, but you know what I mean, quick. And then there was yep. years, and then he did it again. I don't even know if the NFL is like trying to create, recreate that with Kansas City, I don't know, but what's your guys' take? I mean, this game, you got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. That dude is going to get freaking paid this right. offseason. You know, I, I, so, uh, on Brock Purdy, I got to bring this up. Have you, do you guys see, do you guys remember we talked about it? How Cam Newton came out and he blasted Tua and he blasted Purdy and said, these guys are, Average quarterbacks or system quarterbacks, there's nothing special about them. Have you guys, has anybody here heard Purdy's response to that? Sure have. He, I mean, it, you want to talk about he actually destroyed him. He, Brock Purdy came out and said, I might not be a top 10 in, a quarterback in the NFL, but what I do know is there's 99, there's 90 quarterbacks in the NFL on, on NFL rosters right now, and he's not one of them. <laughs> Boom, bitch. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, so how much you do, Cam? So you had what one, it started one good year, man. One good year. Fuck off. What it what it started out as is, of course, Cam Newton saying how they're game managers. You know, Brock Purdy just yep. a game, and he's not. It wasn't top ten quarterback in the league. He wasn't right. even top ten on his home team. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. Is that's what, what Cam Newton said. Yeah. And Brock Purdy came back and and hit it perfect. Yeah, he and just very calmly, very uh, I thought classy. Oh, it's super classy, you know, man. I mean, just, just talk about shutting them say, up. Well, I know that there are 90. What I do know is that there's 90 quarterbacks on NFL rosters, 
and Cam isn't one of them. Yeah. So you take that for what he's you want. not going to be one either. He's no, not, no. you know, no, unless the like, Ravens need someone to back up Lamar. Cause then, you know, Tyler, why him, have Cam sitting he, back there. His last three years in the NFL, Cam's last three years, he was God off. Dog shit. He was, he was like the lowest rated quarterback, right? He was a dumpster fire. He was a dumpster yeah. fire. He, he was not good. I agree. Um, but again, you know, I, I give Purdy all the credit in the world for being like oh. very, very eloquently. I'm going to, basically tell you to go fuck yourself because you're unemployed yeah. which it's is basically classy. what he did yeah but in a, in a classy way super it's classy, like bringing right? bringing you into the office to terminate you and i'm like you know you've done such a great job but we just don't have room for you anymore um so you got to go no that that that's actually pretty cool i didn't see how that all went down but yeah. that's actually yeah, really cool it's awesome you know brock purdy i i'm not sure that maybe since brady did I have I seen a young quarterback that makes he doesn't make bad decisions? I don't know if you guys noticed, but he'll take off running out of the pocket, eyes still downfield. His footwork's impeccable. His footwork's unbelievable. Uh, going inside the game a little bit. His but he takes off to go get out of the pocket. By the way, he's a lot more athletic than people think. He give him credit for. Oh, big time! Um, he the guy can move. And uh, but anyway, his eyes still downfield, and all of a sudden he makes a throw that he throws somebody open, and there's another 12, 14 yards. I, yeah. I really enjoy watching this kid play. Yeah. And, 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 and he's got a big future. Yeah, and something that I something I noticed in the NFC Championship game, and I don't watch the Niners. I'm not a Niners fan, so I, you know I have no investment in any of that. But you know, being on a big stage like he was. Um, and and I'm, I feel like there's millions of other people that can probably share my same uh, feeling about this. I didn't realize he had the wheels he did. And I, this is not for me to say that Lamar that he's Lamar Jackson fast because he's not. But he's a lot faster than I thought he was. Him getting out running, like, I didn't I, – I just didn't realize he could move like that. And so uh, I think that's something that gets passed over is he's a lot more so athletic. Cool. He is, but so I got a question because bringing that up, and, and you're a thousand percent correct. I want to know, Tyler Ravens fan, why Lamar? Why did they completely go away from everything that worked for them in that game? I mean, they literally went away from everything. Yeah, and they ran I, the ball. The running backs ran the ball six times in the second half. Six times, times, and it's like. Yeah, Guys, I mean, why change the formula when you're killing everybody? There's there's another element to that, Lee. There's another element to that. So I don't know if you guys seen this statistic, and this is mind-blowing. There's two parts. So the first part is, it's super mind-blowing to me, is out of all the teams in the playoffs right now, Kansas City it has by far the worst-ranked rushing defense. That's, that's, first, that's the first part. Like the very worst rushing defense out of every team in the playoffs. Secondly, their rush defense is like 19th. So you could add eight more teams to the playoffs and they'd still have the worst rushing defense in the NFL. So that's first of all, why didn't why wasn't your game plan to run the ball 42 times? You couple that with the fact that Ravens offense led the league in rushing attempts, rushing yards and rushing yards per carry through the season. And, and, and then I'm going to end it with this, and you can make. I up feel your like own. we're putting salt in a wound on Tyler. I no, kind of no, feel I, bad, but I'm here's a question. I, I get it, dude. I fucking there, lost there, the game. I mean, there's a question though. Here's here's the the final part that I want to bring up, and you guys can take it from here. 
in the press conference, there wasn't one reporter, not from the Baltimore Sun, not from any local newspapers, that stuck a microphone in Jim Harbaugh's face and asked him, how come he has only ran it 11 times in his entire game? 14 times. Like nobody asked him about that. That was, I, I can promise you, that was a no fly zone question. Why? Why, why? why? That would have been my first question. Like, Jim, you're a great coach. John. John. John, it's John. John, you're a great <laughs> coach. Like, like, like your team had a great year. You're, you, you were historically great running the ball. Why? You know, why? And no, and there, that wasn't even a question. Nobody asked him that. Okay, so we well, have an ultra red Super Bowl now. I mean, Chiefs, Niners. Where, where do you guys go with that? Who who do you think can can come out of this? Because I I swear to God, guys, I thought what we're talking about, the Ravens would do what they do, and we'd be sitting here going, okay, Ravens are going to just get their well, get that ring. What got me was the amount of the amount of time that the Baltimore defense spent on the field. Right. Right. And and they allowed the Kansas City offense and Patrick Mahomes. Listen, right. I think what you want of, of the guy, but he's not the guy you want on the field, man. I agree. So I, I just it, I it, the whole game plan blew me away. And of course some bells started going off in my head, you know, and shit like this. It's like, why is this happening? Baltimore's such a better team all right. the way around than Kansas City, and they just completely went away from everything they've done all year. Everything. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the national championship football game with Washington. Went completely away. Away from the game plan. From yeah. from everything they've done, what made them get there and, and played Michigan's game. That's how I feel Baltimore did against Kansas City. They let, so, got Tyler. right into a game with them. I, I don't know so, why. Tyler, don't know why. you're 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 a lifelong Baltimore fan, and and if any if anybody on the panel right now can can make even a little bit of sense out of any of this, I, I mean, what's your take on it, man? How do you feel about that? You know, just nothing. Say I feel the same. I mean, I'm I'm a football fan before I'm a Ravens fan. Like, and sure. that's I think I can see it. I'm definitely not making any like. Uh, Oh, the NFL wants Mahomes in there so bad, dude. I think Lamar pissed down his fucking leg. Is what I think oh, happened. Okay, so that's that's what. You, and, and, and I think and yes, I yes should. But there, there. If you can go back and if he'd have tucked the ball and just took off and got ten yards, got fifteen like, yards at, at like a time, ten different times, like, like ten different a, times, like a bunch of different times, yeah. right? I think I. If you would have told me. Kansas City was going to score 17 points. I'd have told you Baltimore beat them by fucking 20. Oh, yep. my God. Yeah. I was just going to say that because – But Lamar never took off. He never he took didn't. off. And he had all day. Like, there was yeah, one time if he would have went around the end, he would have been 60 yards for a touchdown. Like, yeah, he had been gone. That's right. But, or even – but, like, 10, 15 yards. 10 yards. Yeah, just 15 kept, yards at a time. Get down. Like, yeah, he's he, always he, done. He, he he kept hitting the ball, looking around, hitting the ball, looking around, and then he throw it into the turf. And I'm just sitting there going, "What what is happening? What am I watching?" Hey, it wasn't it wasn't Mahomes being like all world because the no. Chiefs he made didn't a couple play that good. Nice he yeah. did, he did. He made a couple, and he's going really to. But plays. 17 points. 
I don't care who it is. You're yeah. in a championship game. If you're going to tell me that the Chiefs are only going to score 17, I think they're going to lose But when you yeah. get to that level. Okay. Yeah, but have you guys seen how the Ravens coaching staff is just getting gutted? Dude, decimated. Yeah. Decimated. Yeah. Holy fuck. But, but a couple things on that, though, Lee. You know, you, uh, listen, I, Mahomes didn't play horrible, not by any stretch. But let's pump oh, no. a break on him. Because here's the thing. There was a point in that game where he had like 19 completions for like 165 yards. So so it wasn't like he was hitting receivers downfield. I mean, he was throwing five, six-yard passes, and it was it was like, you know, death by a thousand cuts. His completion percentage was up there, but he wasn't smoking the Baltimore defense by any stretch of imagination. That's and, what I was saying. That's exactly no, what I said. You know who yeah. was? You know who was that was driving me nuts? Two guys. Pacheco, number one, ran the ball yep. right down goddamn Ravens, and I, right. that was blowing me away. I'm right. going – Wait a minute. This is this Ravens defense, man. Right. Right. You, you just can't do that too. And then the other one, this was this was just blowing me away all game. So there were some teams that over the course of the, the regular season and even in the playoffs figured out a way because Kelsey is the guy. Figured 100%. out a way. shit. They were triple teaming. Right. Yep. Travis Kelsey. And he was not a factor. So now you're making MVS and uh, Rice, and you're making these guys make these big plays, right? Right. And it wasn't their – that's not their formula. So you take Kelsey out of the game, and teams were successful. Right. Why did Kelsey have the game he fucking had? What What was Baltimore – I, I That touchdown, the touchdown that Kelsey caught, though, was a – Fucking Kyle Hamilton couldn't have been in a better spot. It was right, a right. fucking dime from Mahomes, back shoulder, right. like right. put it in the only spot that Kelsey was going to yeah. catch it. I mean, Kyle Hamilton. Have- I think I think they thought Kyle Hamilton and the safeties that Baltimore has were going to be just fine on Travis Kelsey, and it I it obviously didn't work. Yeah, yeah. He just had a huge game after after so many teams this year had kind of written a blueprint right. on yeah. how, to, how to shut down Kansas City and Travis Kelsey. And, all and now Travis Kelsey has the receptions record, right? Didn't he just did, – didn't yeah, in that game he break so. Jerry Jerry Rice's yeah. record for receptions in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, Kelsey's a stud. He's that good. He is yeah. a stud, but how do you let that, that happen? I would rather yeah. take yeah. my chances with Scantling yeah, or, absolutely. or one absolutely. of them guys, you know, yeah. And and let's let's another thing is Zay Jones, bud. <clears throat> I understand you're a rookie. Um, flowers, Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Sorry, Zay Flowers. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Um, Zay Flowers. You're a rookie. Ooh, you're yeah, young man. You've got a big future and stuff. But Ooh. but you, you've got to hold your 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 emotions in check, especially making a mistake against a team like Kansas City. You can't do it. Twice, I mean, back to back. I mean, in the it was same like drive. Yeah. in the same drive. Yeah. So, but yeah. You, you just you can't. And that was a great play by by uh, um, the kid that knocked it out, Sneed. Well, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a great play that yep. you know. So okay, so at the goal line, it was a great play on his part. It wasn't all all Zay Flowers' fault, but sure. the play before that was. Oh, hey, man. cocktails, cocktails, and curveballs exclusive. Around the board, all four of us, pick your winner of the Super Bowl. We got the Niners or the Chiefs. 
Where are you going? I'm not kidding, man. This is going to be tough because we have not done well at this. Gentlemen. You know, so I, here's how I feel, man. And I it's, feel like I'm cutting my own throat by saying this because I hate every bit about this. But I would love to see the Niners win it. But I think um, on this kind of a stage, I think you have to go to, you know, to me, it's all going to come back. It's going to come down to your, your, your captain, your quarterback. And, and and in a game of this magnitude where Mahomes just keeps fucking doing it and it Purdy is the first time being there, I, I just feel like it's going to come down to which quarterback plays better on a big stage and how can you not pick Mahomes, man? I think Kansas City's going to win it, but I, I would like to see the Niners win it. So That's, that's kind so, of where I'm at, but I just hope – I hope that the Niners – I mean, when you've got McCaffrey – and you've got and they can run Debo Samuel out of the backfield. Run Absolutely. goddamn football. Right. Keep Against a horrible defense. Field. A horrible yeah. rushing defense. I mean, that's this. You want the blueprint to beat Mahomes? Keep them off the field. How do you do that? Just keep keep the ball, run the ball, keep running the fucking ball. Keep, you know what? If you fourth and one, run it again. They're the 19th ranked rushing defense in the NFL for a fucking reason, man. Run the fucking ball. Just keep running. Pound that fucking ball. You got McCaffrey. There is no reason why San Francisco should not be running the ball 50 times in the Super Bowl. Well, and plus, Purdy showed he's not afraid to run either. No, a right. lot of his runs right. in that championship game, dude, that was like, that was like I'm going to fucking get these yards. He wasn't sliding four yards before he had to. Right. The motherfucker was diving head first. So I got to give Purdy credit there. So, Tyler, who are you going with? And you can't pick Baltimore because they didn't care. make it. I don't even fucking care. Yes, you do. Stupid ass game. <laughs> yes. Did you still take the day after the Super Bowl off? Yeah, I still have it off. <laughs> so then that's okay. You got to watch it then. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I hope the 49ers win. I'm tired of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, the whole too, fucking too. shtick of the whole thing. I'm just tired of it. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm the, actually... Mahomes is undeniable. That's the, that's the thing that's so fucked up is like as much as I want to say like, I hope the 49ers fucking blow him out. I hope Patrick Mahomes never sees another fucking Super Bowl again. At this rate, like, what a stu- what an insane thing to say. Like, I'm True. smart enough to know that, like, motherfucker is just going to be in it for the rest of his career. Yeah. At this point, right, like, for the next 10, is it feasible that in the next 10 years he's in eight more, more AFC championship games? Oh, he's for like championship, seven yeah. in a, he's like seven in a row. I expect him to be in five of the next ten Super Bowls. Right. That's that's what I think of Mahomes. It's no different than Brady. Brady did the same goddamn thing, but Brady, he he earned it. Mahomes is that good. It's okay, so I'm gonna give you my pick. And I I I honestly believe, guys, I think San Fran's taking this one. I literally do, and I'm gonna tell you why. Kyle Sh- or no, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan. Okay, this is not his first rodeo with being, yeah, up at the up at the top, right? And now you got Christian McCaffrey, and I'm sorry, Christian McCaffrey right now looks like Christian McCaffrey his second year in the league since he got to San Fran. The dude is just leaving it all on the field. And I think exactly what we were talking about, they run the ball. I think they will outscore the Chiefs. And then that'll be a nice storyline next year for Mahomes that maybe he can go back. Do you think it's going to be a high-scoring game then? 
No, I don't know that it's going to be overly high scoring. I think it'll be literally like probably about maybe, I don't know, 35-28, You know what I mean? Somewhere Still, in that pretty high score. That's a that's pretty, a pretty high fucking high scoring game. But yeah. I don't yeah. know if, if Shanahan does what he does, and he's an offensive-minded guy, man. You've seen all the people, our head coach of the Dolphins, come out of that tree. If they are smart and Purdy doesn't make mistakes, if they're running that ball, that opens up his passing game where he's not throwing too many risky passes. I think I honestly, I don't know if it'll be that high scoring, but I honestly think that the Niners are going to take this, guys. I really do. No, I, I hope so. Uh, I just, I hope I just so too. Like, I just feel like Mahomes um, is. Um, I just I have a really hard time seeing um, Brock Purdy outperform um, Mahomes, and he might not need to. Lee, like you said, if if they go in and just decide we're going to run the ball down your throat all game long, then 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 that's a realistic uh, you know situation where I think the Niners can not only win that game but run away from that game. But we're going to see if it if it comes down to you know. Um, Quarterback against quarterback, Mahomes ain't losing this man. But here's the here's the other thing, you've got the best running back in the NFL, and he he's you've got that other weapon of him catching the football too. Sure, yep. You know, as well as Debo Samuel out of the backfield catching shorter passes and their yards after contact. Um, <clears throat> but so. That's got to be the game plan. It's got to be, I think, Samuel, um, McCaffrey, Kittle. And then if you've got a chance, Ayuk over the top, you know, great. Sure. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but but um, the Kittle, just keep that 10, 12 yards, um, you know, a completion or or even less. Let them guys get their runs after after contact or their yards after contact. And God, for God's sake, give Christian McCaffrey the football. He doesn't yep. fumble. He just he just makes plays. Here, here's here. I'll sum it up best. This is the best way I can say it, Lee. And I think we're all saying the same thing. But this is like there's no better way illustration in how we feel about this Super Bowl than what I'm going to say right here. And I feel like everybody agrees with me on this. If Kansas City wins a Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes is is the Super Bowl MVP. If Niners win the Super Bowl, McCaffrey is the MVP. I really feel like that's how that's going to go down. I think I think you're I think you're real close there. I think it's McCaffrey or Debo Samuel. Okay, so yeah, it's okay. Very yeah. yeah the only reason I'm saying is because Debo Samuel is that goddamn talent, but, man. But, but Debo can. But I mean, nobody would be shocked if Debo goes out there in yards from scrimmage, both receiving and running. He goes out there and throws up a 186 yard from scrimmage game. Nobody's gonna be surprised if he does that. Nope. No, that's, no, that's not even a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, honestly, if if the Niners and my oldest son, Logan, he's a huge Niners fan, which God knows why. I tried to force feed him the Miami Dolphins, and it didn't work. Good for both him. Both of my kids. Both yeah. of my kids. I tried to. But you know what? Get away from the fucking turquoise but, and orange. Jesus. Dude, I, I go, you take away quarterback and tight end. You take away Mahomes and Kelsey. If you just eliminate quarterback tight end, I compared talent on both teams the Niners win, man. The I Niners, yeah. I, I, and, I and, and, and I think if if you can if you can do what we're talking about, you run the ball, run the ball, yeah. and limit 
any potential mistakes that Purdy might make, but he's impressed the hell out of me. This kid being the last pick of the draft, where he's sitting right now is absolutely insane to me. So who, I don't know. I think you're probably right as far as MVPs, you know, but we'll, you know, we'll wait and see. It's all coming up. Is Purdy, is Purdy the next guy to get that big $300 million contract or should, should we pump the brakes on that one just a little bit? Pump the brakes on that pump one. The it's brakes. not going to be second, like that. It's his second year. They'll give him another year before they give him an extension. Sure. I mean, they might. If, if they win a Super Bowl, they're extending him now. <laughs> I, I think, think so. Though? I mean, because he's still oh, hell yes. More, doesn't he have two more years? On no, his... he Mister Irrelevant doesn't sign a five-year deal, dude. No, I thought the he last four. pick of the draft doesn't sign that. Right, but right, it, right. irregardless, it doesn't matter. If the Niners win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, they would be absolute idiots if they didn't sign yeah, him. I agree. But with their that. their salary cap level is so high. How did they yeah, make that happen? Yeah, that's yeah, why I say yeah. I don't think. That's why right. I say I don't think they'll do it this year. A good GM, though, but everybody knows this. A good GM, that salary cap is – you can manipulate that. I mean, Dolphins are $45 million over the cap. They're going to be well underneath eight. There's guys you can release. There's – there's you know, you can, uh, you know, renegotiate your – I mean, there's ways. A good GM can figure out the salary cap, so. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a good game. Um, I will actually, because you guys told me to, I will actually watch this flag football fiasco. <laughs> I mean, I kind of wrote, I, I walked away from that a long time ago. And when they started doing this, I'm like, wait a minute, that's like elementary school stuff we're doing with these professionals. But hopefully it's going to be good. You guys all going to watch or what do you guys got going today? Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to cook yeah. a big, big deal. Do some, do some, uh, barbecue and and uh so yeah no absolutely i won't miss it. i don't care who's in it i i won't miss the super bowl it just it it's the number one it's the last game of the year you know number two it's it's for for world dominance quote unquote you know absolutely. tyler doesn't want to watch but tyler's gonna watch <laughs> dude you're way too quiet this episode you're way too quiet hangovers are real buddy Hangovers are real. I'm okay. violently hungover. I have quite violently. He said violently. I don't know if I'm violently. violently hungover. Holy shit. Yeah. My that head's pounding and I got to listen to you fucking guys in these headphones. So my head's <laughs> pounding even more. Nice. Oh, that violently. Hey, That's a good, good word to that, use. No, guys, uh, let's get to some curtain calls, man. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, we're a week away from the Super Bowl. Pretty excited about that, but who's got who's got a good curtain call to start us off? I've got a great one, if you don't mind. Go Carl for it. Weathers. Carl Weathers gets my curtain call. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. passed away day before yesterday. Yep. Uh, everybody knows him as Apollo Creed, Action Jackson, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Oh yes, sir. Um, yep. You know this this guy. He was on numerous TV shows, in numerous movies. Great action star. Uh, one of my all-time faves. So, uh, Carl Weathers, rest in peace, bud. Um, that's my curtain call. I'll cheers that all day long. And the other thing, too, is like for the younger generation, he had a very prominent role in the Mandalorian um, series, the Star Wars series that's on Disney+. Plus. Dude, I, uh, yeah, no, that's huge from Rocky Apollo. Love that. I don't so know that I ever put it together. He was Chubbs and Apollo Creed. I don't oh, know yeah. that I had. When you just said that, I was like, holy shit, that is the same guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Patrick, you got something for us? 
Yeah, I just want to uh, I want to echo that as well. Um, I know typically we all come up with our own curtain calls, but I'm also going to uh, ride the coattails on a car weathers. Um, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, there's a, a Sylvester Stallone posted something on social media. You can tell he was choked up, really wanted to, you know, give his sentiments and, and his uh, co uh, condolences to the family of Carl Weathers. Um, so that was pr pretty touching. And the one the one line that I'll remember um, long before he passed, but and, 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 you know, those there's those one liners, you know, I'll be back from Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's certain lines that just stick in people's conversation because they're so good during that movie or during that particular movie. But there was one that uh, Carl Weathers said in Action Jackson. Jim brought it up. Was uh, he was he was getting ready to beat down this big big bouncer, and uh, he told him he said, "I'll hit you with so many lefts you'll beg for a right." And uh, I remember there was, <laughs> you know, we. I mean, this is I'm dating myself, but that was back when we were in you know middle school, high school, and uh, <laughs> I remember so many. Hey, that would that we we you know just mess with your buddies. That's what we'd say. So basically, you're saying do you use that from time to time. I, I think I'm that yeah, more, more than one occasions, man. I mean, I don't know how intimidating it was when I said that, but but I just remember that line. And so, uh, rest in peace, man. He was a class act. I love the guy, and uh, I hope I, I hope the best for his family. Hope they're dealing with it well. So, cheers to Carl Weathers. Was he in Predator? Yes. Yes, yeah. he was. was he predator. was in Predator, same guy. Absolutely. He was in Predator, That's what's yeah. iconic to me, what stands yeah. out, is when him and Arnie pop hands. And yep. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's, like an all, that's like an all-timer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yep. Yeah. You got a curtain call, I don't too? know. I don't have anything better than shouting this dude out. So, rest in peace, man. You were okay. uh, more influential, apparently, to me than I even knew. So, yeah. Carl <laughs> Weathers, dude. Yeah, he looked like one. he could have been a pro boxer. He looked oh, like absolutely. Oh my god, he was, just, he was. He was different. He was. He, he was, was a pro he boxer. Washboard. Rocky. I mean, he he was Rocky. just he was just shredded in that Rocky movie, and he was shredded. I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. he was like an ex football player. But anyway, so all all of us were kind of on the same page because I had that right there that I was going to go with that, but I'm going to go one different. Um, and and this guy is an absolute maniac. Um, and I found this by honestly accident. I was surfing around on YouTube. Right. And I don't know if it was, you know, you watch something and then something pops up suggested or whatever. They, they throw the shit at you because why wouldn't they? I watched an episode. Um, y'all know who Steve-O is. Yeah. If you, if you've yeah. ever watched Jackass, you talk yeah, yeah. about the biggest, biggest maniac on the planet. This dude has done more terrible things to himself and other people have done to him than should ever happen to any human. All right. But so he's got a podcast and evidently has been out there for years called Steve-O's Wild Ride. So he's got like this production van. He drives around and interviews stars and people that he knows. It actually, I watched one and it was with uh, Tommy Lee, uh, the drummer of Motley Crue. <laughs> Jesus. I watched, dude, I watched the entire episode and I'm like, I just watched that for an hour. So, Steve-O, whatever it is, man, I, I still, He's you scare the shit sober. out of me. Now he is. Completely sober. Absolutely. 
And yeah. he straight up legit was like worse than probably the Motley Crue guys when it came to drugs. Oh my God, right? Jesus. But so I'm going to give this out. The homeboy's clean. He's doing his thing and he's a podcaster. And damn, Steve O's wild, right? That's my, that's my curtain call on that one. And to Carl Weathers as well. By the way, so gentlemen, got yes. the buckskins today. Oh, Ooh. my man. I like that. A little buckskin Tyler, pony. Tyler's doing his bush light. Pat's drinking water. Okay, no, no, we're going no, buckskins. No, no. I'll That's fucking true. bust out a gold I, talk. I am, How's that? I am, I am drinking That's a, a heavy, coffee baby. surprise. Drinking a coffee surprise. I've got coffee in here, Bailey's Irish cream. I've got a little bit of uh, butter shots because uh, my buddy Lee Morley taught me that. And then I topped it off a little bit of uh, peppermint schnapps, and it is fan-fucking-tastic. I ain't going to lie to you. So, so basically, what you're saying is you're going to be walking on your lips here shortly. You drink too much of that. At all. It, that's assuming I'm going to be walking. But in the event <laughs> that I choose to walk, that's probably a true statement. So that's fair. Yes, all sir. right, gentlemen. Hey, next weekend's a big one. So, everyone, thank you guys for joining us again. If you guys need to find us, you can find us on YouTube, Cocktails and Curveballs. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, um, Cocktails and Curveballs. And if you want to hit us up, man, send us an email, cocktails and curveballs at gmail.com. And to everybody, until next time, cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. cheers.